0: Welcome to the Founders with Purpose podcast, where I interview early-stage founders about their mission, why they chose startup life, and how they will get where they're going. I'm your host, Darian Parrish, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. All right, thank you all for joining. We have Claudia, the founder of ChatParse AI, joining us today. Uh, Thank you, Claudia. And maybe we'll get started uh, by you telling us what ChatParse AI is.
1: Awesome! Uh, thank you for the invitation, and I'm Claudia. ChatPass.ai is a ready-made um, AI platform so that people don't need to train their own AI. They don't need to prepare anything for that AI. We already trained that for you, so people just grab it and then take it to use for their chatbot, maybe some CRM automation, and any any case that they need to use to enable them on their automation workflow. So I, I would like to ask a little bit about AI, because AI is such a hyped word that many people have many um, perception on AI. AI can be very simple. It's like if uh, you see a keyword, then you say something else is not AI, but also machine learning is also an AI, so that there's no pre-logic. It's like you give the computer a lot of information, maybe 10,000 of records with some input, and then you tell them this is the output of each input. And then you let the machine learning to learn the logic themselves. So the logic becomes something that is created by the machine. So what we are with AI, I mean, in our case is machine learning, but not something as simple as keyword detecting. That's what, yeah, chatbots do.
0: Well, thank you for the clarification. And I think many can probably understand how moving from a, a somewhat simple model to more complexity over time makes sense tell us about the use case and um, where where someone on their website or their application would use chat parse um, and how that that helps them in their uh, connect with their customers or, or give them a better customer experience
1: for sure. In Chatpart's case, we have many predefined models. So the most simple one is yes and no, whether the customer means yes or no. But it's actually more difficult than it sound, Because in a casual conversation, when you ask for something, people just say yeah, sure and no, maybe not this time. But in business conversation, they can be a little little bit more subtle and there's some twisting on these sentences for example if you ask people what well, maybe this week for a meeting and they will basically may say like uh yeah for sure but this week might be a little bit busy how about next week something like that so if you use some simple keyword detecting they will detect that oh yes for sure and then it will stop there and then give you a wrong answer so we use machine learning to handle yes and no uh, detecting case on the sentence, which uh, works on both casual and business conversation. So this is the most uh, easy and straightforward model that we have. And then we also have some uh, uh, potential clients that we are talking to, and they have some more specific case. For example, they have many customer inquiries on their uh, WhatsApp or maybe Facebook Messenger. And then they want to Uh, categorize those intentions for example whether this is about the order or this is about the money or this is about the um, product itself or maybe it's about the uh, something administration issues that they want to um, categorize the inquiries so that it can further enable some auto reply or maybe some auto forward to customer support team or maybe uh, uh, there are many automations that can be done after the AI do the um, initial categorization. So this is quite broad, but these are the most um, common use case for which is for pass uh, AI that can be plug and play and used to and to help the business on, uh, on on their better better operation and more efficiency in the area.
0: Yeah, that's great. And it's so, so it sounds like right now you have a binary classification system, and so basically you are getting a yes or no or true and false boolean. And in the future, you'd like to allow user specified uh, classification to help uh, better, you know, customize for their business. Is is that the general idea?
1: Uh, it's actually happening right now because it's custom made for some clients. For many customers, like uh, some e-commerce or maybe some bank, they have because they're if different company have different internal system, right? So. We need to customize for them. And we are already accepting this kind of uh, orders or maybe some inquiries on doing this kind of stuff. Okay. So, so, so yeah. yeah.
0: Let, let's step back and, and talk more about the problem and, and why you started ChatParse and what, what the re- true mission of, of ChatParse is. Was this a problem that you were seeing in, in your current work? Um, how did you learn about the problem and decide to pursue this, this mission?
1: Mm, this is a very good question. At the beginning, our company have another product called Check Campaign, which is a messaging uh, channel management system for marketing and customer service purpose. So in general, it's a up builder with some automation. And it's like a very simple keyword detecting yes and no, or A or B, that kind of stuff. And then when people click A, and then they go through the uh, sub-conversation under the A tab, uh, decision tree something like that and I find that I want to I, it's, it's okay in some cases for example for some marketing campaigns it's okay you tell people to click one for a coupon click two for another thing and they, they will do it by themselves but I want to upgrade it to some um, because I have um, I have connected the uh, messaging automation platform with many messaging apps And for myself, I can help my clients to do marketing. But myself, I want to do it for outreach sales too. If I do outreach sales, then I need the sales um, chatbot to be smart enough to detect whether the customer means yes or no. And I can't just show a button there. Do you mean yes or no? That is too fake. So I want to make it natural. That's why I... Uh, we The team also built Or Originally, it's for chat campaign, but then we think that maybe we can open it up for everybody to use so they can use their own chatbot platform or maybe some uh, live chat widget that they can just plug it and then use it for themselves to upgrade the chatbot. So that's, that's how chat Pass, uh, come into life.
0: So is this something that uh, you had you know always wanted to be uh, a startup entrepreneur or is this something where you are in a more conventional career path and then and uh, the the startup was sort of born out of the problem and uh, what you decided to to use as a solution
1: i always want to be an entrepreneur so this, this is not my first startup too this is my second startup
0: Great, and and what um what did you learn from your first startup that uh, maybe you could share with the audience that that uh, is helping you with with chat parse?
1: Uh, it is. Um, I think the experience on startup itself is is um a little bit educational, but in the business sense, there's actually not much I can bring into ChatParse.ai Dot because uh, my first startup is a B two C company, which is the whole skills and everything is quite different from. Uh, a b2b company uh in some sense yeah maybe the approach is like i'm trying to get back to what i've done before because in my first style i've done a lot of content marketing but after i start my b2b business i have done a lot of uh, direct sales and also some channel sales and i'm right now i may try a little bit go back to the content marketing which is i'm quite familiar with and i have done it many times when i start my first startup
0: Okay, and I think you know that that's sort of aligned with what you mentioned around wanting to make uh, the chat chatbot more conversational and uh, less, uh, I guess, robotic feeling with you know the yes no and um, you know content is is sort of a way that you can make sure it feels uh, humanized. Is this something that your customers are asking about? Um, whether you know the chatbot feels uh me- mechanical or, or whether it feels humanized.
1: I think it's more like as a as everybody feels like the chatbot is very not smart. Very not smart enough. It's just very um mechanical. And it's it's really far from what we imagine. AI should be about from our de- everyday life. So I do have a vision to upgrade all chatbots so that they feel really like the what we have seen in the old um, future futuristic movies, that it should be very smart, but it's not very smart right now.
0: Yeah, and I think that's, you know, uh, there's always a, a uh, innovation curve and even just, you know, sometimes that aligns a little bit with the technology adoption life cycle, which mm-hmm. some of the early adopters help uh, suss out the the technology and and what the the needs are, and then um, that helps move forward the technology. I think uh, NLP models have come a long way. Just you know, since I've used them over the last five years, I think uh, you know things like NLTK have have been really good at indicating you know sentiment. Or and I see you mentioned sentiment on your website. Is that something uh, that you know is just part of that? Uh, essentially, binary classification, positive or negative. What other types of sentiment analysis do you do to help uh, the the users understand their customers?
1: Mm, that's a very good question. Right now, it's just binary, but we have uh, R and D on the more um, specific kind of emotion because we have got some research fund from government to uh, do some R and D thing, which is yeah, that it will have some e- emotion no mm-hmm. detection. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I can disclose at this moment because we have something that sh- that that we're waiting for to publish some research research paper. So, yeah,
0: that's great. I mean, I think being able to be both a, a research organization as well as a, a business, I think is very great because sometimes it's very hard to commercialize some of the research. But um, I think uh, once once companies move into commercialization, it's it's great to keep the research going and try try and innovate. What do you see as your competitive advantage against other chatbots? Is it it the research uh, approach and the grants you apply for and the funding you're able to do to continue that research? Or is it um, the way uh, you've set this up to be customizable for the customer problem?
1: Mm. Uh, I think the technology can be a good way to differentiate ourselves from other companies, because not many companies have research side and also the business side, uh, go which, which is going um, parallel at the same time. So uh, and I, I think it's, it's a very good question that how to differentiate one company from another. I consider check pass in the service kind of uh, not not too many competitors at this stage. I mean, there's many AI outside, but there's not many um, pre-trained uh, machine learning NLP models, which is available for everyone to plug and play right now. I, I can say that, but of course we need to catch up and then we need to be fast in order to be able to um, differentiate yourself more from other companies. So we are really working hard on that part.
0: Great. And I think, what do you what is something you see as uh, maybe a shift or change uh, in the coming years for, for chatbots or AI in general?
1: Mm, I've... I think AI can be more going forward, because, um, how should I say it? Uh, from the adoption and also the uh, how business using AI, from my observation uh, for these few years, it starts from texting, which is chatbot, and I go to voice, which is some uh, chatbot in voice that they handle the call center inquiries, and then I think the next thing will be Visual video, so there's a threshold AI assistant, and then they can um, do all the things that upgrade from voice to visual.
0: Yeah, I think that's very insightful. Especially, uh, it it sort of aligns with what you're mentioning about emotions being able to get more than just binary sentiment. Uh, I think uh, facial uh, monitoring and and recognition um, with AI could be a, a great way to understand a. A spectrum of emotions. So um, we'll look forward to that in the coming years. Uh, last question here is: you have this, you know, mission that you've laid out. But what do you see as um, the the rails or the guidelines you use to keep you uh, on that mission and making sure you accomplish it? Uh, we mentioned you had a previous startup and you learned some things there. What what are your techniques for making sure you accomplish your mission, given that that it's very important uh, and you don't want to stray from that?
1: Mm. I think uh, for technology I want my technology to be used by many people but at the, uh, at the first place I need to ensure that people have that needs so that I think the market validation and also uh, helping others to really solve their pain point, is actually what's going to enable the technology to be used by everybody and then have many, many smart chatbots and then to accomplish my mission so so I think it's back to the demand side I really need to find out what's the uh, biggest demand on uh, using this technology from the uh, client side
0: yes i think that's great um we often uh i think uh, startup founders and entrepreneurs get lost in uh, the technology but don't really focus on the problem and the the customer needs so it's great to hear you mentioning that i really appreciate the time <laughs> claudia um the audience we that's this is claudia uh founder of chat parse ai uh, we really appreciate you taking the time, Claudia, and I uh, hope to talk to you again soon.
1: I'm happy to be invited here and happy to talk to you too. Thank you.
0: That's it for this episode. Please be sure to follow Founders with Purpose and tune in again soon.